Welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Roberto. It's Roberto, everyone. Hello. <laughs> How you doing, folks? So, it's Bear. Always remember, there's bear. a Bear in Roberto. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you Bear, you. I will growl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I hope you're ready to get your world shaped into a new one. <laughs> I, I'm not. I am. I am currently not. This is not going right the way I thought it would, Jesse. And uh, not sure who who do we have today. I've got a really bad feeling it's not Spider Man. No, it's Shaper of Worlds. Oh, the Shaper of Worlds. Yeah. Oh, we're going to go cosmic. Who's ready for some cosmic Marvel? Oh, man. I, I'm i with Jack Flagg when it comes to the cosmic stuff sometimes. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. But that said, I've been going back and reading old Quasar and stuff. And there is there is a lot of charm to it. Just weird. It's just so weird. So, Shaper of Worlds... Do you wanna do you wanna know what the shape of world's real real name is? I don't think he has one. What's his name? Unknown. Yeah, perhaps see? inapplicable. Right. He's he's like Eon, isn't he? More of a more of a concept? No. In <laughs> fact. Um, what do you think the shape of worlds is? Oh. I, you're gonna get I, it wrong, by the way. I'm gonna get it wrong. Uh <laughs> the shape of worlds is a uh, benevolent cloud of nano machines that um creates uh, that has a kiosk at the mall to create planets for people. I mean, it can be that. But <laughs> Could it be anything we wanted to be? Could it be that the shaper of worlds was the love we had for each other right at the start? No, no, oh. it's never been that. Love is a lie. <laughs> oh, no, no, uh, no, but it's this thing. <laughs> so it's a oh oh my god that's amazing so he looks like a scroll without the chin and robot from the waist up it's humanoid and, and oh and then it just ends at the waist and has tank treads yep. wow wow that's that's a hell of a robot thing it's a robot that's a shaper thing. of worlds. It's occupation. It's it reality. Makes worlds. Reality. Reality manipulator. All right. I like this guy or thing. Um, it does go by he, so his okay. existence is not known to the general public of Earth. Um, legal status unknown. Former aliases unknown. Place of creation. A planet in the Andromeda galaxy, which served as the uh, Skrull Empire throne world until its destruction. Oh, so he is a Skrull-adjacent character. Okay. Marital status. (laughs) Unknown. Please, please, oh. Perhaps inapplicable. Perhaps. Or perhaps, you know, he's got a side thing going on that he doesn't want anyone to know about. Maybe. Um, It's known relatives. And it does have a known relative. Uh, the Cosmic Cube created on Earth by AIM. Wait, it's related to a Cosmic Cube? 
Let's get into some cosmic cubes. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way this is not going to veer into really confusing, weird stuff. All right. I'm, I am ready. I want to know how this is possible. Um, its group affiliation is the teacher of uh, Galeron and the Earth's cosmic cube. Um, and its base of operations known universe. And it first showed up. <laughs> Give me, give me a guess. What what book did it show up in? Fantastic Four. Nope. Give you one more. Okay, Shaper of Worlds. Doctor Strange. No, The Incredible Hulk one fifty five. And guess what? The Shaper of Worlds doesn't even get the cover. No, another, who does? Another guy gets it called Captain Axis, which is basically oh. a real buff dude with a swastika on his belt. Yeah, doesn't he? Isn't he a clone of uh, Hitler? Or something? We're going to be talking about Captain Axis okay. later. <laughs> okay, okay. Captain Axis. I, I want to know more about him. Uh, sounds like a real real character that could really do well on the stands today. Oh, wait, today. wait. We have cover piece theater. Oh, we do? Yeah. Oh, excellent. All right. Send me... Uh, let me see this. All right. Okay, but okay. first. Uh, yeah, Incredible Hulk 155 mm-hmm. in September 1972. Destination Nightmare. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, uh, how good is your German accent? <laughs> <laughs> really, the answer is the same for how good is your blank accent? Because I cannot do accents except in my amazing podcast, Interrupted Tales, which everyone's to listen to. I can't do it. I could sound like a really... like a- <laughs> That's how I want to do it. I want to do it as, as uh, badly as possible. Um, all right, what is this? Cover Peace Theater. To set the scene, the Hulk and Captain Axis are are just fighting. And uh, the Hulk is being grabbed by the throat by Captain Axis. Who's like gigantic. I'm guessing. Um, And it looks like a bunch of stuff is just all over the place. Looks like there's a like car like are they i guess they're fighting on a rooftop or something or the yeah, I think side at the of, edge of a building yeah on, yeah on the edge of a building mm-hmm. and uh it says blitzkrieg 1972 classy a world he never made don't know what that means probably the shape of world and then bricks creek ah. yeah ah. so uh yeah you're you're uh captain access all right so captain's uh Beaten on the Hulk, and he says, uh, You have journeyed far to die, monster, at the hand of Captain Axis. Scene. Thank you. Thank you. That, Oof, I really feel like I oh, I really feel like I went for it that time. Justin. You did, you did. Oof, yeah, I feel so, good. <clears throat> oh man, I love just love Cosmic Marvel. <clears throat> so is this is this gonna be like a parallel world type thing? Like the Shaper World is is Captain Axis like the Captain America of some alternate universe no no just two separate stories oh (laughs) (laughs) what the hell marvel okay all right let's get to the shaper worlds part okay so um thousands of years ago the alien squirrels developed a device that could transform reality according to the wishes of whoever held the device and concentrated upon it this was the first known cosmic cube which apparently was created through forming 
a meta-singularity, or a gray hole, that served as an opening <laughs> into another universe. Gray hole. An, un, uh, an unknown X-element from another universe entered through the meta-singularity and was entrapped in a perfect cube uh, of force by scientists. Uh, the Squirrel Emperor... Tim. Yep, Tim. Tim the Squirrel Emperor appropriated the uh, cube since he could accomplish virtually anything by willing the cube and in, in doing so and declared himself a god. Okay. And that emperor reigned as a god king sure. uh, for many years. But probably unknown to himself or any other of his scientists, the cube's potential became sentient. The cubes had potential to become sentient. And recently became a little girl who turned captain to a Nazi. Oh, that's how it happened. Oh, spoiler theater. I like this. All right. Huh. So he really was a Nazi, at least. Interesting. Wait, did the cube become a girl or like it fused with a girl? Became one. Why? How? Because it wanted to. It's a cosmic cube. It can do whatever it wants. Why doesn't it just turn into, like, the Beyonder or something? Like, some dude with an afro. Why does it gotta be, like, some little kid? Why not? Like, why, you know, like, why not? What's more terrifying <laughs> than a little girl wielding a lot of power? That's true. There's a lot of movies where you hear, like, you know, you, see, you hear the little girl la, 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 and then murders happen. So, yeah, I can see it. All right, Shaper. So, the Emperor We're not to the Shaper himself. yet. Oh, the no, no, no. This is the Emperor still. No man. Uh, so what's he? He's declared himself a god. Yeah. Um, after years of obeying the emperor's command, the, the cube began to develop a consciousness and personality of its own in the image of the mind of the emperor. Oh, so it's kind of mirroring. Yeah. The emperor's personality. Okay. But since the scroll emperor was mad with a lust of power, the cube's personality was power mad as well the cube acting on its own reached forth with its power to transform and destroy a succession of solar systems within the Andromeda galaxy within the scroll empire and uh hold on just real quick i'm just gonna check in uh the incredible hulk is involved how i don't know the hulk somehow got on half world at one point i he, he, he like the hulk huh. went through a period where apparently he fought stereotypes of every nation and just fought a bunch of weird aliens all right all right so okay he uh all right so we're not there yet but uh this is going to relate to the Hulk in some way. Okay. Some way, some way. By the time the cube's consciousness met emotional maturity, it destroyed civilizations of two-thirds of the galaxy's inhabited worlds, hmm. thus causing the Scroll Empire to fall back into barbarism. Eventually, the Scrolls rebuilt the civilization to the former level. Yeah, they, they did all right for themselves, sure. Yeah, they became spacefaring again. And this cube just decided to genocide a bunch of things. Like you do. Uh, yeah, has Cosmic Cube ever been a real positive thing in the Marvel Universe? Anyone ever no. used it for actual good? Cap was turned into a Nazi several times because of it. 
Well, it's, 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 here's the thing with ultimate power. It's as easy to do something good as it is to do something bad. Like, why wouldn't you just do the thing that doesn't kill two thirds of a, of a galaxy's population? Well, because it was a child and that's what child would do if they had well, the powers of Well, that is true. Gods. That is true. The only thing worse would be a cat, of course. Oh yeah, no, my my cat. No, my cat would be like, "Hey, it's three, and you don't feed me for for five more hours. Why aren't yeah. you feeding me now?" Yeah, the rest of the world would be, you know, everyone else would be sent to the litter box, and it would just be you and the cat, and the cat demanding more food. That's it. Well, well, no, demanding food for a little bit, but then laying on me and being like real chill, but then biting me all of a sudden because <laughs> like I decided to move. Yeah. Oh no. <sighs> How no. dare you? And then and then he'll give me a death stare for me moving as well. Like he'll look oh, yeah. straight in my eyes and be like, "Why? Why did you move, bed?" And I'm just <laughs> like, "No, I'm gonna feed you later." And you're I'm the only food source you have. Yeah, when it when it met uh, maturity, the scrolls cosmic cube transcended the scrolls emperor's lust for power and character flaws and had a personality of its own. Hmm. But because it was wielded by a scroll, it evolved into a form that resem- resembled a scroll above the waist. And it called itself the Shaper of Worlds. So this Cosmic Cube comes into life. Uh, it comes into its own, it's sentient, forms a body. And this is the body it goes with. I want I want everybody to go online uh, to the, the uh, wherever Jesse's going to put this, the HodgePod group on facebook or wherever and look at this because uh you have an unlimited option of things you could look like and he goes for the half robot body with the tank treads it's like if uh skullbuster from the uh from the ravagers decided to have yeah. a scroll head that's the tank guy yeah yep. yeah it's like I think if it's skullbuster scroll- hmm. i don't know don't don't at me nerds the ravagers are awful group of people yeah, but they look so cool. Those no. Really, Jim Lee no, ones? Come no, on. No. Oh, the Silvestri, too? Ugh. Plus, those are the guys that Wolverine sliced up in the uh, under the Hellfire Club. Come on. Skullbuster. Yeah, no, Skullbuster or Tank. What was it? Whatever. The dumb guy with who's with half the a tank. tank. Legs. Yeah, he yeah. was not cool. For some reason, it didn't mention what happened below its waist <laughs> in this book. <laughs> Oh, it's a shaper of worlds. He can he can play around with reality whenever he wants. He can give himself some short shorts and some nice gams whenever he wants to. So what's he do? What's he do? Well, it's motivated by a creative urge to transform mm. worlds. Mm-hmm. But it lacked an imagination like the scroll emperor did before it. Mm. Oh, so it wanted to mess around with reality, but didn't really have the uh, imagination to do it. Yeah, it's like whenever someone wants to be a comedian, but they're not funny, so they become white ring and uh, decide to be a white nationalist. <laughs> Is that how it happens? No, Gavin McGinnis, like he wants to be a stand-up so badly, but he's uh, not funny. Uh, it that's... happens a lot with a lot of white ring uh, presenters and whatnot. It's, there is a weird comedy gap there. Yeah, it's whenever, whenever you're not funny, you go for the thing that gets the most attention, and that's hate. Yeah, yeah. They decided right. to seek out other uh, other sentient beings that had the imagination. Okay. To coach it, basically. Ah. Which is really good, honestly. That's good. Okay. 
I feel like that's a very emotionally mature thing to do, Chief. Yeah. I don't, I, you know, you're not comfortable with your emotions. Go find, in your, your imagination, go find the people who are out there who have it. Unfortunately, he found Thanos. In recent years, he realized that he was not himself, he, he himself could not live forever, but recognize the latent psionic potential in Earth's humans has taken an Earthman named uh, Thomas Gideon, who calls himself the Galorian now, and we have not talked about him recently, but basically, he's a guy who has golden skin, and does like, <laughs> a, and, and like, if I remember correctly, he doesn't teleport, but he can make rainbow bridges, not that rainbow bridge, but rainbow <laughs> bridges. And just allows- walk. Well, he can travel the speed of light when he's on the rainbow bridge. Oh, so it's kind of like Silver Surfer, but on a rainbow bridge. Yeah, and just imagine like a real buff golden guy. And he's gold. Is he? Is it actually gold, or is it just golden colored? He's golden, like golden okay. hair, golden Got eyes, it. golden skin. Golden eye. <laughs> just wanted you to say golden eye. Um. Um. More recently. Yeah, the Supreme Kree intelligence protected oh, yeah. the cosmic cube that was created on Earth. Okay, um, and that was about to manifest its own immature personality. Oh, and this cube has been wielded by power mad beings such as Red Skull and Thanos, mm-hmm. um, which we all know is the mentor's uh, weird baby who he somehow. Just thought, hey, I don't like this one, and uh, man, just just raise a real monster. It sounds about right. <laughs> it's almost as if you ignore your children; they they have the possibility of becoming monsters. That's not. Nah, that's impossible. Jesse. Or they become broken. I see. I I I just I was I was the broken side. Right. Um, right. Not the broken monster, at least yet. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um, <laughs> this is when we start to ask uh, any mental health professionals out there who want to guest on Jesse's other podcast. Uh, help me! Um, <laughs> are welcome to uh, Twitter at him at uh, Alphabet Flight. But but yeah, sometimes whenever you have just a weird giant purple baby that's like real strong and not like the other ones, uh, <laughs> you listen, need to also treat that one well. Listen, but also you're, you're maybe. Viewing- yeah. Maybe raise the one that can control people's emotions to be a little less uh, rapey. Um, Listen, you're well. viewing this through an Earthman's lens. You've never lived on Titan, man. It's a different society. It's a different culture. They do their thing. It's worked out really well for them so far. Yeah, just just real well. Oh, Star Fox. Starf- I, mm, you are problematic. That's going to be another episode that I'm just angry through. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> angry like a star fox. The one on Earth uh, was used quite a bit, and so does Shapey come to Earth to stop the Cree? I'm calling him Shapey, by the way. Uh, does he come to Earth to to stop the Cree to? find this other cube like what's what's the connection what is where how does he fit in i don't know hmm i guess is he like really what he does like he's connected because Mm. he's made out of the same gray hole um 
But uh, basically, like, the shaper of worlds is just like, hey, look, it's my little brother or my little baby uh, or something like that. Uh, and decided to go to Earth and um, roll around a little bit. Hmm. Yeah. And um, he's going to be in real trouble the first time he goes to a building and the elevator's broken. Yeah. He also he also is basically just raising the Earth, the Earth's uh, cubes. Con- like he's just like okay, don't don't be a monster. Oh, it's right. like a, it's like the Cosmic him. Ghost Rider. It's like the Cosmic Ghost Rider who stole. By the way, read Cosmic Ghost Rider. I'm gonna. Yeah, I have not yet, but I, people uh, have the things I've seen have made me want to. Well, I'm just gonna go over over the, just the first issue. Um, basically, uh, Frank Castle, and I think this might actually be canon because Donnie Cates. Wait. Is also reading. Is also writing Guardians of the Galaxy, and Cosmic Ghost Rider is going to be in that as well. Wait, how and, do I? I know this. Wait, I know this story. Yeah, but but what but what happened is Frank Castle. Yeah, got old. Right. And, the, this is and like died. Okay. And and Mephisto was just like, "Yo, I need another Ghost Rider." And he chose Frank Castle. And he chose Frank Castle. So he became Ghost Rider. And then Galactus is just like, yo, I need a Herald. And they're just like, yo, I can be a Herald. And so, okay, you have have the Cosmic Ghost Rider bit there. Um, But then, but then, but then, but then, Thor killed him. And Owner's just like, you're not actually a bad dude. Well, actually, you know what? No, I skipped a part. Well, uh, Galactus Galactus was killed by Thanos and took his herald, and he was like his right hand man. Uh, and uh, Thor fought Thanos. He killed he killed uh, the Cosmic Ghost Rider. Okay. Uh, who was sent to Valhalla because Odin was just like you're actually a good person who was forced into a really bad situation. So I'm gonna you know instead of making you go to hell, I'm gonna send you to Valhalla. All right. But then he got kicked out of Valhalla because he kept on beating up all the minor gods because he was restless because he doesn't want to be he didn't want to be there. Hmm. So Odin was just like I'll send you back in time at any point in time, anytime. Just get out of here, please. <laughs> Um, and and so gave him he, back his powers. Okay. And so what he did was, is like, I want to kill baby Thanos. Dedicated to being that guy. But what happened was uh, he couldn't do it. Hmm. First, he tried to penitent stare it, but it was just like, oh, you're not a murderer yet. Right. Um, so what he did was he uh, made a chain papoose and decided to teach Thanos, how to be a good person. Aww, that's adorable. But that backfires horribly. I'm sure. But every single time, every single time, he has to murder someone because they want to murder Thanos. (laughs) Um, He has to cover its eyes because he doesn't want to be murdered. Like there was a real good joke at one point where he's just like, "Okay, don't be a murderer." It's like murder. (laughs) 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 Um, it's real good. It's five issues, and this is this is Frank Castle. Like, Frank Castle. It's insane. And as long as Donny Cates is allowed to write, which he should be able to write forever because he's a great writer. And all of that's in five issues? No, that's the first issue. <laughs> that's the first issue. The second issue. Well, no, uh, actually, no, wait, wait, wait. Uh, I didn't even get to the end of the issue. Because at the end it. of the issue, because he goes, because uh, he goes 
in meets Galactus again. It was before he became the Herald, and it was just like, okay, cool. You know, they do like a memory swap. And Owatu shows up. Mm, oh, and of course. Just like, and Owatu is just uh, like... Cosmic buzzkill. Owatu. No, Owatu shows up because like, Galactus is just like, yo, I'll kill, I'll kill Thanos if you want. Like, I can do that. He was just like, no, I'm going to teach him how to be a good boy. And Owatu shows up and is just like, hey, I just wanted to be here to witness the worst decision that was ever made. And and uh, and then he goes off on uh, Galactus and it's just like and then Watcher's like oh that was quicker than I thought and then uh, immediately he gets shot by the leader of the Guardians of the Galaxy Cable what with the juggle jugger duck which is how what? the duck with his jibisikarak what that's the first issue read it read all of them jugger duck and cables ahead what. Read right. them. Hey, I'm going. I'm on. I'm on Comicsology already. I'm into this. It's, this it's, sounds ridiculous. I love it. It is pure comic goodness. So, um, but yeah, that's Shaper of Worlds. Um, his uh, his power is anything. Okay, so he can he can shape any world, but he uh, anything he can do anything. Well, he can do anything. Okay, well, technically, he does have a limitation. Mm. He can only restructure the reality in um, at 5.3 times 10 cubic miles, which is a little bit bigger than the Earth. Okay. So he can so, shape worlds. So specifically, he is a shaper of worlds. Specifically. Huh. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. That's still pretty good. Let's be honest. I can only shape uh, the cushions on my couch, and that's on a good day. Sometimes those they get the cushions get the best of me. Also, also he's a real big boy. He's eighteen foot tall. Oh, weighs uh, five point six tons. Oh, has guess, blue eyes. I guess that's uh, well, you know, he's he's gonna give himself some baby blues. Come on, yeah. He has no hair and white skin. Is that skin? He's not a robot. <laughs> I I don't know if that's skin. I'm gonna just pretend it's not because it'd be horrifying if yeah if it was. He really looks like a robot oh, or wait, like his... a high evolutionary type man in a suit type thing. So wait, wait. Strength level unknown, possibly because of his tremendous psychic power, psionic powers. It could give him virtually unlimitless. But no crap. Like yeah, he can rewrite reality within a square footage of a planet that's uh yeah no crud hmm oh one of the limitations is um another limitation is that the uh the world that he alters will only stay that way for about four years unless he comes by and you know <laughs> re-ups it really yep huh does he just go around from planet to planet that he's shaped and I mean, and right now he has visit? a baby cosmic cube. He has a baby cosmic cube. Yeah, and, I mean, as a papoose. parent, that's that's going to be yeah. tough to coordinate. I know. But, uh, yeah, let's talk about Captain Axis real quick. Captain Axis? Yep. You will tell me the plans? So, first off, let me tell you how many issues he <laughs> showed up in. All right. I, I could already tell you. It's not going to be in a lot. All of them invaders issues from the 70s. Nope. No. One. Two appearances. Wow. Wow. 
I I thought Captain Axis was somebody, huh? You might be thinking of Captain Nazi. (laughs) (laughs) Who is a Captain Marvel. And by Captain Marvel, I mean uh, Shazam villain. Okay. It is he's the Nazi. And by Shazam villain, I mean not the fake genie. That's Sinbad. Right. (laughs) Yes, the the, the totally real movie of Sinbad as as Shazam. Um, So, wait. First of all, tangent. There's a Captain Marvel character. Is he like a regular little German blonde-haired boy who says something and then turns into Captain Nazi? No, I think it's just a Nazi. Comic books. <laughs> Come on. Well, I Come mean, on. I, can, I could talk about Captain Nazi as well. It's Get your act together. All right. <laughs> no, let's let's talk Captain Axis. He's got only two appearances. This won't take long. Oh, Captain Nazi has way more appearances. Well, Captain Nazi, sure. I mean, he, that's a name that's going places. Captain Axis apparently is uh, just a bald. Did he? Did he have a uh, on that cover? Did he have a monocle? Is he a uh, Baron von Strucker looking guy? Yeah, it looked. But that was barren. most. That was most of the Nazis. Yeah, that was a weird, uh, weird look. I don't think he has a, but okay, but here, here's, so his name is Otto Krongstein, or sorry, Krogstieg. Krogstieg. Hey, one of Hitler's most brilliant scientists. Oh, of course. During the time he apparently developed a way to extend his life. Ah, yes, yes. Um, After the Nazis fled from Germany, he sought refuge in Dr. Doom's Latveria. Oh, interesting. where he helped Doctor Doom create a size reduction ray. Cool. That's that. That's good work. Where you can find it. I mean, yeah. where else are you gonna go but Latveria to really get a job in research? That kind of research. And because uh, because uh, uh, Doctor Doom is smart, he was just like, "Hey, this Nazi might betray me." <laughs> so uh, he used the finish ray on, on Krong Stieg. Ah, uh, that's Aim. uh right. Shrunk, shrunk. That's the shrunken by his own petard. Sad, really. Oh, he was brought back by Shape of Worlds. Okay. Um. Wait. So Shrinken, Captain so, Axis. Yep. Okay. So, um, shrieking into the microverse, he arrived on the planetoid Moto, ruled by the reality altering Shape of Worlds, who tried to bring the slug-like inhabitants' dreams to life. But because the shape of worlds was was being indiscriminate with his wish fulfillment, uh, he may have also fulfilled Krogsteig's uh, Nazi wishes, Nazi wishes of a oh, Nazi invaded America. Whoopsie! Yeah. Godlike powers. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, and they created a war torn Manhattan, installing Krogsteig as the Fuhrer on Wall Street. <laughs> The Fear of Wall Street, not nearly as popular as the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, so okay. So the Shaper Worlds did this for him, and then the Hulk somehow ended up in this. This is this is the story. Yeah. Well, um, the Hulk was struck by Ant Man's shrinking serum and arrived on Moto to uh, to oppose him. Hello, Moto. Uh, based on the dream of a genetic surgery enhanced Nazi super being taken from his mind, the Shaper transformed 
Krogstig into Captain Axis, where he fought Hulk to a standstill. So basically, he just wished he was a real big boy so he can beat up the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> he mentioned that he never dreamt of standing up to his challenge, hmm. this challenge. Uh, since the Shaper could not maintain what what could not be dreamed. So he reverted back and then... Yeah, mm. he's just a tiny dude who used to be a big guy, but no longer a big guy. So wait, is he in the microverse still? In microverse? Yeah, and he showed up in two issues. Huh. I, I You know, yeah, someone's had to have brought him back in the... Nope. No. Oh no! You're looking at the big, the big bad uh, wiki. Huh. Huh. Nope. Captain Axis. Well, you know, if there's one thing that the Marvel Universe is lacking, it's Nazis. So oh, I dude, think someone's I, gonna have to bring them back. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to get like a dead Nazis klaxon for uh, the <laughs> Book of the Dead. So oh, many dead Nazis. So many Nazis. So many dead Nazis. One uh, of them's literally in clan a clan's hood with just a Nazi insignia. Oh as, yeah, as the thing. Oh, and the hate monger. Yeah. The hate, no, no, no. Wait, that's not it, the hate monger. Different, different one. Really? Different one. <laughs> There's yes. two guys running around like that. <laughs> the hate monger that was a clone of Hitler. Yeah, they hate hate monger two. I think hate monger two and three were clones of Hitler. Oh, Jesus two was someone going to get diminishing returns with that. I've, if multiplicity <laughs> has taught me anything, and it has taught me many things, um, the the clone of a clone is is just downhill quickly. Well, there's lots of clones of Hitler. <laughs> sure, um, but yeah. let's, enough about the real world, Jesse. <laughs> Let's talk about the Marvel Universe. Uh, Six one well, speaking, speaking of the Marvel Universe, it also has a missing return sometimes. Uh, <laughs> just like your plugs. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, plugs. Plugs. Um, I'm going to plug what I always plug. My podcast, Interrupted Tales. We read an old pulp story. We make fun of it. We make fun with it. We have lots of fun. And you can find it at Interrupted Tales, wherever you get your podcasts, or at InterruptedTales.com. Listen to silly things or read silly things on Twitter at Tale Interrupted. Thank you, Jesse. Okay. So my name is Jesse. I have a podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk Uh about cryptids. If you'd like to see my little cryptid, my cat with four thumbs, you can go to at Marvelous Mooch on Instagram. I also have a Twitter, which is at uh, at Alphabet Flight, where you can see pictures of the people we are talking about. You want to see the picture of this one, because it's real dumb. Oh, I just um, thought of a great movie, though. The Shaper of Worlds, like The Shape of Water, where he falls in love with a mute woman. And can an 18-foot-tall robot creature with tread tank wheels find love with an awkward yet quirky and good-looking woman? Who's also really horny. <laughs> really horny. <laughs> I mean, she'd have to be. Let's let's be honest. We we saw all shape of water. <laughs> Woof. Uh anyway, Shaper of Worlds coming soon to a theory. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I am done. Uh, yeah, this has been Alphabet Flight and May 
madcap show you how truly mean meaningless life is. Good night. Bye. Bye.